Welcome to the teaching ministry of Pastor Taiwo Dukoya, the senior pastor of the Fountain of Life Church. It is our prayer that the message you're about to hear will no doubt shape on your destiny in Christ. Be blessed as you listen. Our starting scripture today is Hebrews chapter 13. Praise the Lord. I'll read from verse 20. Hebrews 13, verse 20. Now may the God of peace, who brought up our Lord Jesus from the dead, the great, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make you complete or perfect in every good work. Yeah. To do his will, working in you what is well pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Praise the Lord. This is not the year for laziness. A lot is happening this year. By the grace of God, a lot is happening this year. It says, now may the God of peace, now. What does that mean? There must have been some other things or this is a progression. And so at this point in what we have been considering or talking about, uh, at this point, uh, may the God of peace. So usually we find Paul wrapping up great teachings or a letter by things like this, by statements like this. Uh, we call them benedictions. Or in some cases, doxology. They have some slight differences. Because doxology apparently points all back to God. But look at, have we realized all this? In the phrase and from the foregoing, man, and we give all our praise to the Lord. Doxology. Or the one we know from our hymn books. Somebody remind me. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praising creatures here Praise above ye heavenly Praise Father You can see all goes back to him from the foregoing. Now having realized the awesomeness, the fruitfulness, the graciousness, come on. Uh, but where benediction comes in, it still has an element of that. But it invokes the blessings of what we have now realized, even on you. One good example, you find in the Old Testament, it says, uh, hey, what we say in the Greek church? 
Yes. May the Lord shine his face upon you and be gracious unto you. May he light the light of his countenance upon you uh, and give you peace. Aha. Uh-huh. But we find one good example here. It is the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the very fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Now and forevermore. Usually, you see them at the conclusion of a great discussion, of a great discussion, of a great teaching. So, based on this, praise the Lord. And this is what we find here. This is the last chapter of the book of Hebrew. The book of Hebrew really took time to explain the current covenant that we are in vis-a-vis where we are coming from relative to the Jews. Because it was written to the Jewish believers. Ladies and gentlemen, if as a Christian, you don't know what it entails to be a Christian, I'm not, I'm not just talking of do's and don'ts. They, see, those ones just fall in when you know who you are. It's just like, hey, at this stage, if I feel like defecating and I just pull in my pants, then there's a problem. Nobody has to instruct me not to do that. It's the same way. So the do's and don'ts that we fight over in Christianity, please, just put them aside. It shows the immaturity of those who are claiming what they really should be, but they are yet to be in their hearts. So forget that. I hear people fight themselves so much. They are legalism. You fight. I know there's something like legalism, but when a man comes to term with who he is, what is legalism? Will anybody advise me that? Look, when you want to drink water, you are thirsty. You don't go to the water closet in the key, in, in toilet. Rather, what do you call that? The one. The WC. No, no. You know, there is the tank, and there's. Uh, uh-huh. You don't go get, you don't take your cup and go to the bowl. Must anybody who advise you on that? Now, there was a time in your life that you didn't know the difference. Now your parents have to run after you. No, 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 don't drink from there. So if you are now saying don't drink from the bowl, it's legalism. I think all those who are teaching it and those who have been taught are together confused. You get what I'm saying? He gets to a time in your life that you just forget. You don't, you don't, you don't even look at any, that aspect anymore. When he gets to that point, we say it's a shame. Because ah, when you should be teaching people, we are teaching you now, there's a problem. If we have to start teaching parents, please don't get into a brawl with your children. There's a problem. There are some homes that in the morning what you hear is you hear the daughter calling the mother names and they are shouting and the mother is addressing the daughter and they are fighting like two equals. There is a problem. Serious background problem. Root problem. That means that somebody that somebody they, 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 they grow up from what they should be and the person you are leading is going the same route. There must be someone that will say, no, 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 I won't bring myself to that level. Why would I buy me to buy her? I wish to do it and they will come begging. It's the same thing. 
So what we are looking at today, and this year particularly, is you are a child of God. You are a son of God. You have a right in the kingdom. You don't need that somebody tells you what, you are, what your right is. Because if you have a right and you don't know your right, those who don't have the right will make you their slaves. And that's why these scriptures that we just kind of quoted or recited before we started are key. I belong to God. I'm a child of God. I'm purchased by blood. I know who I am. Jesus, we said to them when they were arguing with him, you know what he would say? He said, look, I'm from above. You are from here. There's no comparison. And they'll be angry. But it was the truth. Now they know. Much, much better. And the world will continue to know. Permit me to put it in a very mild way, but I'll be dealing on this most of this year. Look, anything you forcefully demand for, you will not respectfully enjoy. Particularly when it's got to do with a right. For example, if I have to keep on telling, what I mean is this, if I have to keep on telling my daughter or my son that I'm your father, I'm your father, you know what he tells? You know what he says? You are not occupying the place of a father. You don't need to say that. They should know. So what am I saying? I don't demand that they know that I'm their father. I should command fathering and fatherhood. When you command it, keep on doing what it takes to be a father towards them and in your journey through life. They will come running after you. We command leadership. As children of God, we should command our rights, not by oppressing people, by just walking in the revelation that we have, the world we follow. It says we are the light of the world. How do we know that? What, see what it says. Say you are the light of the world. Come on. You are a, you are a city on a hill. We are not about to make you that. That's who you are. The city on the hill is a lighthouse. Lighthouse is usually a beacon of hope for all the darkness around. And see what it says? Let your light so shine. Come on, you shine your light. The whole creatures of darkness will see you and come for life. But if I have to tell them I am the light, I have to tell them that. No, 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 no. Instead, I tell myself in a confession, in a, in, in a maintenance of who I am. I am the light of the world, period. I am the light of the world. So that I will, every part of me will address the fact or will turn to the fact that I am the light of the world. So basically, that was what he was doing in the book of Hebrews. Explaining to them that, yes, you are used to a system from which you have now been, you have matured out of, from which you have now been promoted, as it were. You have come to a realization of the fact that these things were just methodologies or methods of showing you or pointing you or directing you to where you are going to, who you are, now that you have arrived. Don't go back and start looking at the analogies. You have the real thing. You are the real thing now. That's what it's all about. That's why they, oh, <laughs> one of the prominent words you find in the book of um, 
of, of, of Hebrew. Let me just speak it for you. One of them is something like better. Better, better, better. Another word to find is once, once, once. Why? Because in the old covenant, there were things that they did regularly, 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 and they never, never get it permanent. They must repeat it all the time for them to have any, any opportunity to even make a progress. But now that you've arrived at a place where it is done once and for all, don't go back looking for what you are going to do regularly anymore. Walk in the knowledge of the fact that this is who you are, this is what you have permanently. And every other thing we are lying behind you. We are talking realities this year. And from what I'm saying, if you really are listening well, I'm trying to let you understand how to define your own reality. If the reality is that we are all free and we are all millionaires, and there are people here who think they are, they are, they are, they are paupers, they will be paupers even in the midst of every millionaire. Because that's their own reality. And there are many Christians who believe that, and who think that we are Christians, and they are walking like, and even worse than unbelievers. Not just the do's and don'ts. In their lifestyle. In what they think and what they say. In what they do and the result they invariably get. Hebrews chapter 13. Let me say it again. The beginning of the best of the rest of your life is this year. In the name of Jesus. You will discover that all those sulking and self-pity, they are tools of the devil to tie you to the past. My great-grandfather molested me. When? When you were eight. You got born again when you were 20. And what happened eight years old is still controlling your life at 70. When do you want to enjoy the grace of God? That is that sheer ignorance. And total lack of knowledge. It's like saying that, yes, you suffered in your life, you could not afford three square meals. But God has taken you to a place where now you can see, you can feed the whole of Lagos. And yet you are crying and dying of lack. Hebrews. So the book of Hebrews just kind of compared the two and brought out what they should understand in a revelation. So it says, now may the God of peace who brought up our Lord Jesus Christ from the dead, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make you. Now I don't know, because time uh, may not permit me to play around too much. Shall we do it together? (laughs) You know, the now, the now is for those who are in Christ Jesus. Because if any man being Christ is a new creation, don't bring your past to color your future. There is a complete truncation and a wiping away. All things have become new. Some people are experts at craving for sympathy. You were coming in, in you tripped and a little cut on your, on, your, on your shin. 
Okay, that's all right. He's not bleeding, he's fine. Heart a bit. And hallelujah. He said, Sister, can't you see what I'm going through? by the grace of God, the first 10 people to get to me, God told me, I'm going to give you 10,000 naira. But can't you see what I'm going through? You just said you are not qualified for 10,000 naira. And you'll be surprised that all those who are coming now, some of them are carrying, some of them cannot even walk. In fact, they're up to there. Because they decided to forget what they were meant to go through for what is available. We have them in almost every family. Everybody is moving on there like, eh, nobody cares for me. Nobody. I say, what do you mean? People who are born 10 years after you are, are striving to succeed, you are crying that nobody cares about you. What do you mean? Even though your own children are striving to make it in life, you are still crying, eh, nobody, calls, nobody asks for me. No, come on! If they don't ask for you, ask for them. If you ask for them, there'll be more than enough people asking for you. But see, now, may the God of peace, we looked at the God of peace briefly. We said, you find it only here and in the letters of Paul. It was a revelation to Paul. May the God of peace, and that's what happens when you read your Bible, you will find revelations. You will get revelations. When you study your Bible, you will see God, you will understand God. May the God of peace who brought up the Lord Jesus Christ from the dead. Now, please quickly help me. The God of peace who brought up, that who brought up, who is he referring to? The God of peace. Come on, come on. Has he told you what the God of peace has done? No. He's just still defining him, qualifying him. Follow me closely. The God of peace, well, this God of peace, what about him? He brought up the Lord Jesus Christ from the dead. <laughs> May this God, I'm about to talk to you. I'm about to say something. I'm about to invoke something on your life. May the God of peace, who brought up the Lord Jesus I don't know what is dead in your life. If you brought Jesus Christ from the dead, by the time I finish saying what I want to say, every dead thing in your life, we don't need permission from them. They will adjust in the name of Jesus. I'm talking covenant realities. <laughs> See the way Paul thinks. May the God of peace who brought up the Lord Jesus Christ from the dead. Now the next line. Who is that referring to? Jesus, thank you. Paul will always qualify or define so that you can really get yourself ready for something. Ah, no. In the name of Jesus, this year. You will write your own epistle. Of your revelation of the Lord Jesus and the God of peace, the covenant-keeping Hallelujah. May the God of peace who brought up our Lord Jesus Christ from the dead. 
that great shepherd of the sheep oh my goodness see how poor you see and every time he says this he's referring to some things that he has taught the argument the logic that have been put aside the disputings that have gone on and where he has convinced them throughout the book he's summarizing them in nutshells may the god of peace who brought up the resurrection from the dead that great shepherd that great shepherd is my shepherd And the first thing that comes to my Jesus Christ said, I'm the, I'm, the, I'm the shepherd. I'm not a hireling. Everyone that comes through me finds, of truth, I'm the door again. You find the shepherd walking in front of them. They find pastures going out and coming in. You can begin to see that lack is dealt with already. That great shepherd of the sheep. Now look at the next line. I'm just trying to quickly rush because if you want to go with Shepard, I'll give you a good, vivid picture. Go back and see what David understood that made his life different from every other person in his generation. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Period. That's all. That's all. We all belong to him, but it depends on what you know of him and what you have come to accept of him. I don't know. That great shepherd of the sheep now look at the next line through the blood of the everlasting covenant hello has he told you what he wants to say no and that's what makes paul different paul will begin something and you digress and the greatest teachings of paul talking of principles talking of the nature of the kingdom they are contained in his digressions and by the time he finishes the digression there'll be a benediction by the time he finishes teaching you will now say and no devil on earth can stop what he just says. And so it's a valid and solid part of ministration to teach and pronounce. By the time you know they have followed you and they are beginning to catch what you are saying, by stripes you are here, can't you see what's up? Can't you see this? And by stripes you are here, look at this, look at this. I said, in the name of Jesus, for every single by stripes, some people will jump up. And that's it. That's what the devil is waiting for. For you to make a wrong conclusion. And then your whole lineage you follow. Until so one of them will come with the revelation. In Africa, we believe witches are strong. So witches too fly around as if they are God. But when you get born again, you say, they are greater! You see, that is in me. Trouble starts for them. Because you know! And because it is true that he dwells in you! In a covenant relationship. I feel the fire right here. I think it's for somebody here. I can feel it. It's for somebody here. How do you know? I don't know, but I know. It's for somebody here. It's your deliverance in Jesus' name. Who brought up the Lord from the dead, the gracious part of the sheep, through the blood, through the blood of the everlasting covenant. The next verse. Now you see what he's going to do. Make you complete perfect, enabled feet in every good work to do his will. 
how? Through the blood of the everlasting covenant, he makes you complete. He makes you able. He makes you fit. He makes you qualified. He makes you... Uh, uh, he, yeah, I'm, I'm looking for the right word. Eligible. He, yeah, okay. Able to do his will. Through the blood of the everlasting covenant. <laughs> Working in you. What is well pleasing? <laughs> I feel the fire. <laughs> in his sight. Through Jesus Christ. Now look at the doxology part of it. To him the glory. With this in mind, I want to show you something because we are talking covenant this year. I want you to see something. See who does what. For who. How. God will do it through his son. How will he do it? Through the blood of the eternal covenant. So you see why the covenant is key. And what will he do? He will enable you in every area of your life. I'm talking covenant reality. What defines your reality? God, something's about to happen. I didn't finish the story of the woman. They got to teaching hospitals, transfer her, transfer her, got to somewhere in California, and they scheduled, and they were preparing her. She's been two days to the time. She went to the toilet. When she bathed, you see the ball there. It says as big as the fist. It grew within weeks. It says she was just, it was gone. She says, I remember when it happened. I said, when? She called crying. And typically as human as we are, only depending on the grace and the spirit of God. And it was, I've been teaching on the blood, the blood speaks and the blood. I got a vexation in my spirit. Help my wife. I said, I feel I'm angry in my spirit. And in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, through the blood of the eternal covenant, I reverse the name of Jesus. He said, he said, he jolted her. It never left her. He said, even when she didn't want to think of it, she thought of it. She would just say, ha, ha, ha. The doctors are doing research today to know how it disappeared. I'm here this morning to say there is a reversal in the name of Jesus through the blood of the everlasting covenant. Because whatever is born of God overcomes. I don't care where they are showing you your graves. I come here to say, Jesus said, I have come that you may have what? Life! And you may have it how? More abundantly! So in the name of Jesus, I stand as an oracle of God, covenant child of God. I belong to him. I have welcomed the world. I say, revert! In the name of Jesus! Sit down. So what we're talking
reality, we know what we're talking about. There'll be a forceful new beginning in some areas. Did you hear me? I say forceful. Because all your life you have believed the lie from tradition and culture. But because you belong to him, there'll be a forceful new beginning. In the name of Jesus. He said, look, study to show yourself approved. A workman that needs not be ashamed. Let me say it again. I say from this moment in the name of Jesus. <laughs> I don't care where the devil is celebrating. I command in the name of Jesus. Through the blood of the eternal covenant. A reversal. In the name of Jesus. Sit down. Through the blood of the everlasting covenant. How will Jesus do it? And what will he do? He will make you perfect. Look at that word properly. He will make you fit. He will make you, he will enable you. He will make you, hey, yeah. Think of all I'm, I feel the fire. So, but how? Through the blood of So, in other words, when we hear covenant, is God. Have you ever seen where my initiate covenant with God? Check the Bible. It doesn't have the capacity. Never see one where man takes the initiative of a covenant with God. No. Man will take initiative of a covenant with the devil. With God. No. Every covenant that God has with man came from God. You know where that falls into? Whatever is born of God. Follow me. You say, why is it coming for this? I'm studying for myself. And for us. Whatever is born of God overcomes the world. If God initiated it, that's overcoming truth. It's overcoming vehicle. Stop all your crying and your fears. The devil will lick the dust from your feet. In the name of Jesus. Somebody shout the blood of Jesus. So some people, you know, see why pastor is crazy about the blood of Jesus? It's not because we have nothing to say. It's not because we are just becoming robotic. Come on, shout the blood of Jesus. Come on, shout the blood of Jesus. <laughs> so I quickly look at it and say, through the blood of the Vastic Covenant. So what will he do? He will do that. Let me, read, let me read this for you. So is there anything in your life and assignment where you think it's totally impossible? Because looking at you by your frame, by your, by your roots, by your background, eh, come on. Hear this. See, when it comes to his covenant, he said, God will do this working in us, not just by moral persuasion, which is good for academic purposes, or by guarded instruction, which again is good, not just by this, but by the effectual energizing and the inworking of the grace of God that results in working out the will. So it's not just moral persuasion or, 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 or guarded instruction, which are good, he will do that, but he will go beyond that. He will work in you, he will energize you from within. Because I, 
He says we are in collaboration. We are partners. And you are talking failure. You know what Covenant does? He brings you to his level. And so I quickly ran through it yesterday. I said, Covenant, first mention in the Bible. Yeah, we know there was a Adamic covenant, but it was never referred to as covenant in writing. But it was a covenant. But the first time we had covenant mentioned, it was in Genesis chapter 6. Write it down because of time. Study it yourself. Genesis chapter, oh, I feel somebody has been released. <laughs> the miracles you are going to hear this year. <laughs> Somebody shout the blood of Jesus. I see somebody recovering already. Oh, I feel the fire. What all your life you have struggled to achieve because it's in line, because it is in line with your assignment. You have struggled, struggled. This year you will cover it ten times. In the name of Jesus. Because it is in line with your assignment in life. I'm not talking you happy. I feel the fire again. We are talking covenant reality. What we are saying is what you hold, what you have held on to all your life as your reality will change this year in the name of Jesus. <laughs> First time, Genesis chapter 6, verse 18. Shall we do together? Better we do what? With you. And you shall what? Come on. He was telling him, build an ark. There will be rain. There will be flood. And there will be, everybody will die. It had never happened before. He said, build an ark. Because, you see, what was left for him was his imagination. It had never happened before. In the desert, flood, killing everybody. How? He said, I will accept my covenant. You will enter the ark. It's not that you may. You will. The ark will be built. You will build it. You will enter. There will be flood. You see, can you see how covenant comes up? Can you see how covenant comes up? Nine one, quickly. So God blessed Noah and the sons and said to them, "What? Come on." And then, when everybody was dying, and were died. Nine nine, nine eleven. And as for me, behold, I what? <laughs> and with your sentence after you 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11 thus I what? my what? when God decides to enact or uh, oh, give me another word for that when God initiates a movement a project with you he is the one to do it. Come back to First Thessalonians chapter five, verse twenty-four. It says, "What faithful is he who has called you, who himself will do it?" What makes you think that's your power? No, I wasn't thinking of that when we, when the, when the, when the, when the promise was chosen. God has to, he has a way of confirming what he's saying. So in your place of assignment, there's no room for fear or failure. Is it God? And time to your rest. Ah, yeah, but I go soon to pronounce it. 
13, 15, 16. You know why I said, when I put you with every covenant, there's a promise. With every promise, there's a sign. So every covenant has a sign. How will you know that I will do what I will do? It's a rainbow in the sky. I should leave this for another Sunday, isn't it? I think I should leave it. I'll come back to that. Go quickly to Abraham's covenant. How many of you know that when Noah was doing this talk, Abraham was not born? And so you have to understand that when it comes to covenant, God does not stop. Nothing intimidates him, nothing stops him. He continues. For the purpose of studies, theology, we say we have epochs, we have dispensations. He's the same God going in the journey. In fact, again, for the purpose of theology, they say there's covenant of war, covenant of grace. And really, there's nothing like that defined here. But you see, it's God on a journey, and we're having different aspects of his journey, of what he will do. What's, what's, his, what's his journey? I will make man, and they will have dominion on earth, they will have. Abraham, come on, you know, in, in chapter 12, he had come, and God has said to Abraham, come on, hello, 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 hello. And now he was telling the man who could not, who, I mean, who could not have sex again. He was past that age. He was saying that you will be the father of nations. Of course, the first thing that came to his mind is that, oh, so my wife will be pregnant. I will pregnate my wife. But see, it was impossible because he knew that his time was past. And guess what? Look at 15 verse 1. After these things, the word of the Lord came to Abraham in the vision saying, do not be afraid, Abraham. I am your what? Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. You are exceeding great word. When it comes to covenant, God, you see, things are not things anymore. God becomes the things that you need. He will become the tool. He will become the wisdom. He will become your shield. He will become your lifter. He will become your protection. He becomes everything. It, it takes over. Just like you say, look, I am the shepherd. I am the door. I am the way. I am... <laughs> He is the creator of everything. I said some strange miracles happened. It has started. In the name of Jesus. The kind of miracles that will make men say, come. Is it true? Is it true? Are you the one? Uh-uh. Is it true? You say, I've never heard it before, but is it true? Jesus is Lord. Show the blood of Jesus. Against every sickness in your life, against every holdup in your life, against every stagnation in your life, against every demonic attack in your life, against every poverty in your life, against every habit in your life. Come on, shout the blood of Jesus. I reverse them in the name of Jesus. Sit down. Can you see? Look at, quickly, look at verse 18, 18, 18. Yeah. On the same day, the Lord did what? Abraham, we are going in the journey. You are going to be the father of nations. Your wife will give birth to a son. A covenant solves the problems. It destroys every controversy. They say, that same day, there have been issues. There have been, look, what about Ishmael in my house? Abi, 
I mean, long. You know, they say, wait a minute, covenant. That same day, they don't make a covenant with them. I'm saying, to your descendants, I have given the man that didn't have anything. See, you are still agree. Look, covenant. Covenant solves every problem. <laughs> yeah. Go to 17. Chapter 17, yes. And I will make my covenant between me. I will multiply. Uh-uh. Okay. Maybe one more in Abraham before I leave. Verse 4. Verse 7. Look at 4. As, four, 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 four. As for me. Come on, help me read now. My covenant is. You may look like you looked 10 years ago. You may look like you looked two years ago. Before I came to meet you, the world may still be calling you barren. Before I met you. But my covenant is with you. Go to bed. Okay. I think I should stop there. Go back to my scripture of Hebrews chapter 13. I have to stop now. Hebrews 13 from verse 20 and then 21. Now may the God of peace who brought up the from the dead, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant. Yes, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Make you do what? Complete. In what? Every. To do what? Walking in. Just like the one that they call Barren became the father of nations. Your time has come. In the place of your assignment, I say your time has come. You know why? You are a covenant child of God. I will take time. Give me the amplified version. I will take time to go through from how these things trans- transitioned onto where we are. Let's look at the, the amplified version. Now, may the God of peace, who is the author? Come on, come on, everybody read to me. The author and giver of peace. Who brought again from among the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep. By what? 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 How, 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 how will Jesus do it? How did Jesus do it? By what? The blood! The seed that ratified. What did it ratify? The everlasting covenant. So what God has said to you as a born again child of God in the Bible is sealed 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 against every lie of the devil it is God thank you so how will he do it he will strengthen through the blood he will what strengthen you complete perfect make you what you ought so don't be afraid anymore. You will be. Amen. I say no, just you will be. No amount of the spoiling of the devil, no amount of the lies of hell, you will be what God has ordained that you will be in the name of Jesus. So shall covenant make you what you will be and do what? Equip you with everything. Ah, as you go today, goodness and mercy shall follow you. 
I say the rest of your life, goodness. The rest of your life, mercy. Equipping with everything good. <laughs> that you may do what? Carry out his Wait, you see what I mean? We don't begin to instruct people how to. We don't tell people not to go back to their vomit. They vomited it. They run from it. They go say, please don't eat it. They will run. They will say, hmm, I run. Covenant blood of Jesus. He will work it out in you. But where is the link? Accomplish that which is present in you through Jesus Christ to whom be glory forever and ever. Oh, the only link there is faith. That's why you find all the heroes. And I say, we want to please God. He said to walk into all pleasing. How do you please God? Believe what He says you are. Not that you know that it cannot fail. Just trust Him. Even when it's so contrary, just trust Him. Even when it looks like impossible, just trust him. Even when it looks like it's not working, just trust him. Uh, just trust him. Just trust <laughs> Father, we give you praise. We give you honor. We worship you. You want to lift up your hand and declare, I belong to Jesus. But with the prize. But with the blood of Jesus. Yes. And I, and I have overcome them. Because greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Hallelujah. And I know that whatever, whatever is born of God overcomes the world. I am born of God. I am an overcomer. And this is the victory that overcomes the world. That overcomes the lie of the devil. That overcomes, that overcomes despondency. That overcomes failure. That overcomes poverty. That overcomes death. That overcomes sickness. I said, this is the victory. And what is the victory? My faith! Father, we worship you. We adore you. Come on, just for two minutes, give him praise. We know that you have been tremendously blessed by this message. For additional information and materials from Pastor Tai would require. Please contact us at the Fountain of Life Church, 12 Industrial Estate Road by PZ Industries, Off Town Planning Way, Ilukoju, Lagos. Visit our website at www.tfolc.org. Thank you. God bless you.